Paul's Call is brought to you by Brooklyn Betting. For the best sleep ever, go to brooklynbetting.com. Hey, it's your call, man. Tell me to get going. It's your call. Hey, Nitwits. It's Paul's call. It ain't football until we get a Paulie power poll. Oh, wow. It ain't an NFL season without number one. Cam. There's a new number one in New England. Oh, Cam. Cam Newton, number one in motivation this season. Cam. Based on his roundtable podcast with OBJ, you guys are on vacation where the O stands for off season. I'm going to just keep it 100 with you. I mean, I had to count the days how long I was unemployed. It was 86 nights. Guess who has been keeping score on who passed on him and why? That I'm looking at him, I'm like, you can't say I'm old because people older than me getting signed. Especially at your position. Hello. If Cam sounds pissed and dissed, you're right. Then you can't say the talent. So I'm like, hold on. Okay, now I'll be the first person to tell you, these last two years, I haven't been putting the best film on tape. That's just honest. But Cam has kept his head on a <laughs> swivel here. He's been scanning the QB landscape. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, there's other people that's been putting <laughs> film out there that's getting picked up. And I'm like, whoa. Okay, not no, even picked no. up. They got the starting job. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, like I'm feeling disrespected. Like I'm feeling like, bro, because every – team at one point had to say okay fellas cam newton what do we think uh pass that's the disrespect that i feel this season cam isn't just throwing passes he knows who passed on him and i'm looking at the schedule i'm like who we play that team passed on me okay that team passed on me they could have game and got me they hollered at me i even asked my agents like hey yo so what's up with Nah, man, it was just all type of, you know, issues. So um, what was it? It was the scarf cam. Well, he was wearing a hat with a feather in it, by the way, just to let you know during the during the podcast, uh, you know. But when the Cardinals do go to New England this year, uh, you know what? I better sneak past the TSA. The sawed-off shotgun of sports. Oh. Sports takes and working remotely in the tropics direction. Well, if the pandemic has you working from home full-time, why not work from Barbados? We've got a new game plan here. Instead of Pauly pandemic stuck here at Casa Calvisi on house arrest every day. Not good for daddy. Uh, and the fact that my vacation sucked. <laughs> Wolf, walk down the hallway and tell the bald boss man that I'm ready to broadcast from... Barbados. The prime minister announced the government is introducing a 12-month Barbados welcome stamp for yep. visitors who are working remotely. That's right. The government of Barbados is trying to spur tourism, so they're giving work visas to work remotely from the beaches of Barbados. You can come to work from yep. Barbados for a few months, then just go back home. Yeah. I mean, let's do it. I am so out of here. You kidding me? Let's do it. Yeah. Did it really suck, buttermilk, Paul, your vacation? Awful. Just utterly awful. (laughs) Really? I don't have – I'm going to do a separate Paul's call. You thought the rant back in the day about the Christmas gift was bad? Right. I've got a rant in me. It's it's building and about to boil over on my vacation. that's good, Paul. We'll all wait for that. It's amazing, though, how in this virtual world, as I skip ahead, you can do most anything from home, right? But now – Now it's gone too far as San Diego Comic-Con starts today at home. (laughs) Oh, no. Come on, man. Do we really need a virtual Comic-Con? Come on, bro. I mean, 
Wolf, you know Doug and Bernsey are getting ready to dress up today as oh, their favorite yeah. characters. We don't dress up. Bernsey I mean, don't dress up. I no. mean, which one, which characters are you guys going on from Dungeons and Dragons today? My date's a flute-toting bandor. So... Never we were ho- we were hoping and expecting, honestly, that the only upside of the pandemic is that Comic-Con would be canceled. Normally around this time, thousands of people would be dressed in a costume they spent weeks creating. But because okay. of the pandemic, San Diego Comic-Con goes virtual this year. I mean, who decided that Comic-Con is essential? I mean, we lose most of baseball, we might lose football, but Comic-Con goes virtual? Which actually means more people get to experience it. With online panels, it's all free. The panels are pre-recorded, not live. And, of course, you can still dress up as your favorite character. Paul, of course. you got to give me a little David Charles Burns in his acting. you no, got to no, give no. me a little bit of See, that, Paul. Doug has a competitive advantage over Burnsy because all he has to do for a costume, once again, is just take his shirt off. <laughs> okay. Knock it off and hit the hit the button, why. please. It is Paul real talks to football players design. and tries to stay out of the way. It's the Polly Pigskin Report. Yeah, Polly Pigskin Report. Well, time to look over the block wall into the backyard of our NFC West neighbor and Week One opponent. That's why they're called the Forty Whiners, because they're always whining about something. You guys, you know, you know, you guys think you're all big time. You do your QB podcast with Kurt Warner and Carson Palmer. Name drama. Well. Same deal on KNBR Radio in San Francisco as they have Steve Young on air. Steve Young, the former Niner great quarterback, and he's talking about the current Niner QB. You know who, Mr. GQ, right? Jimmy Garoppolo is the best-looking guy in the NFL. Okay. These are very interesting, very curious comments from Steve Young on Jimmy G. The challenge that he has that I think is important contextually to what he's doing right now with this team, with this coach, is that he needs to show there's something about Kyle and him that you felt through the playoffs, a lack of trust. And whether it was true or just perception, it doesn't matter at some level. It's as if Steve Young in this interview knows more, wants to say more, as he chooses his words carefully on Jimmy G and how Jimmy needs to earn the trust of his head coach slash play caller. That's the number one thing that if I were Jimmy that I would be focused on is making sure both truth and perceptionally that Kyle trusts me and is willing to put the ball in my hands at any time, at any place, you know, in any form, and continually. You know, because we can say, oh, they're running the ball, we're just going to keep running the ball. If we're going to go the distance, it's going to be because the guy that puts a hand in the ball in the quarterback. And a coach and a quarterback who are on the same page will always you know, want that ball in that quarterback's hands. And so that's the thing that this season's really about to me is, is Kyle and Jimmy and Jimmy earning Kyle's trust. Yeah. I mean, how many com- 49er fans are ignoring huh? that comment yeah. from Steve? How many times have you gotten a tweet on this topic that says, oh, they love Jimmy G. Back off on Jimmy. No. No. But you, when that comes – from a Super Bowl winning exactly. Hall of Fame quarterback. All right. I mean, when Steve Young says it, it packs a punch. And after the Niners decision makers had to have that talk with Jimmy G, you know, about, oh, I don't know, the TB12 guy and how they're sorry, not sorry, that maybe they might have reached out and inquired about Tommy. Right. After you lose a Super Bowl, blowing a fourth-quarter lead where Jimmy G overthrows Emmanuel Sanders late. And coming off the NFC Championship game where Jimmy G threw eight, eight passes, this is the sort of drama that can rip a team asunder. I totally understand where Jimmy is. I think he's up to the task. And if I were him, I would go demand the ball. You know, We're not going to run the ball for three quarters again. Never. 
and put me in a little bit of a tight spot. We're going to throw that football at some point to show people that, you know, you trust me. See, Bully says that a little bit of a tight spot right there. It actually undermines his authority to the rest of his teammates. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing that it does. Don't forget the Niners had the fourth fewest passing attempts last season, and they ran the ball. They had the second most rushing attempts of any team in the league, by the way. You know what that means? Probably something. (laughs) That's Paul's call. Thank you, Paul.